Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's episode is for the parents who have ever been baffled by their teenage daughter's emotions. One day, your daughter may be perfectly happy, and the next day, she may be seeing red over a minor issue or curveball. Now, nobody wants to be that bull in a china shop or to raise that bull in a china shop. And that's what's crucial for us to help our daughters while they are young and impressionable, learn how to read their emotions, control their emotions, and process their emotions in healthy ways. This episode comes from Chapter 7 of my book for moms, Love Her Well, 10 Ways to Find Joy and Connection with Your Teenage Daughter. And what is also key to remember is that we can only take our daughters as far as we've come as mothers. Raising emotionally healthy girls begins with us being emotionally healthy moms and modeling the behavior we hope to see in their life. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. One challenge of raising teenagers is teaching emotional regulation. As Dr. Lisa Damore says, teenagers often have the right feeling on the wrong scale. They need help bringing their feelings down to size. As parents, we can do this by naming their feelings, talking about their feelings, and using a tone that conveys warmth and confidence in them. It sounds easy, but as most of us know, in the moment it can be very hard, uncomfortable, or even irritating to witness a teenager's unpleasant emotions. Personally, I want to rush my daughters through them. I want to give pep talks or life lessons. I've told my daughters how they should feel before listening to how they do feel. I've expected them to master emotions that still elude me as an adult. I didn't realize my tendency to do this until one day my daughter told me, you and dad are always like perspective, but I'm allowed to be upset over dumb things for five minutes. And you know what? She was absolutely right. While my instinct is to fix those emotions that make me uncomfortable or those emotions that make me want to cry, my girls benefit more when I let them feel what they feel and give them some room to vent. After all, emotions buried alive will always resurface in some form. At the same time, I know that emotions can make or break the quality of life a girl has. They will affect every relationship she has, down to her children and grandchildren. We all know girls and also grown women who act like a bull in a china shop. And some of us have been that bull in a china shop ourselves, creating relationship wreckage as emotions spin out of control. Feelings are great followers, yet terrible leaders. And just because a girl or a woman feels an emotion doesn't give her a right to act on it. So how do we teach our teenage daughters how to vent and unload on us, yet also teach them how to take their raw emotions to a more evolved place? How do we help them identify their triggers and know when they should walk away from a hard situation? It's impossible to have healthy relationships without emotional intelligence. And since relationships matter deeply to girls, emotional intelligence should matter deeply too. An emotionally intelligent girl knows not to send angry texts when she's upset and seeing red. She tunes into her feelings without dumping her feelings on other people. She empathizes with friends who are down and need encouragement. She listens to her instincts and pays attention to body language. She finds healthy outlets for her pain and works on these learned behaviors. To attract emotionally intelligent friends, our daughters must first get themselves in a good place. Here are a few ideas to help your daughter reach that goal. 1. Remember that a teenager's response to the world is driven by emotion, not reason. Dr. Frances Jensen, author of The Teenage Brain, says that during adolescence, more than any other time, Emotions rule our lives. Teenagers are usually up or they're down, she explains, and they are very rarely something in between. 
As parents, we sometimes experience our teenagers' emotional highs and lows as frighteningly out of control. And because our teenagers are as of yet unable to smooth things out using their frontal lobes, it's up to us to be the filter, the regulator, to provide the sense of calm their brains can't yet provide. Teenagers have a hyperactive amygdala, which is the primitive part of the brain, the center of fight or flight, and an underdeveloped prefrontal cortex, which is the rational part of the brain that doesn't fully develop until age 25. This gap helps explain the heightened emotions of teenagers that tend to distort reality. By acting as your daughter's reality check, you can be a voice of reason and also offer some calm within the chaos. Two, love your daughter and let her vent, but don't be her punching bag. We're all aware that teenagers push limits, and sometimes as moms, we take more than we should because we sympathize with their struggles, we hate fighting, or we're scared of losing a connection with them. But if you tolerate disrespect from your teenager, you set a bad precedent. One day, it won't be you who your daughter is coming home to. It will be her roommate, her spouse, or her child. It's okay for your daughter to vent and unload, but not if she disrespects you or someone else in the process. Expecting respect is actually an act of love that will help your daughter have healthy relationships and keep her emotions in check as she grows up and makes other relationships down the road. Three, watch for rumination. It's good for girls to talk through their problems, but dwelling on those problems is another story. There comes a point where enough is enough and it's time to move on. In today's culture of self-focus, girls can often get so wrapped up in their feelings that they ignore the feelings of those people around them. One cure for this is service or an act of kindness for someone else, something to help your daughter get out of her head and think about someone besides herself. Four, encourage self-care. Controlling emotions is a lot easier for all of us, but especially your daughter, when she is in fighting condition. When her life is a flurry of too much stress, too little sleep, poor eating habits, and an overload of screen time, her defenses will naturally come down. She'll be vulnerable and likely to snap. Feeling rested and healthy can make a big difference in how she responds to unexpected events. Five, help her avoid technology when she's not feeling the love. We all get angry and overreact at times, but keeping these moments private and undocumented can prevent your daughter from burning bridges. People do not forget the accusations, attacks, or passive-aggressive remarks that fly in heated moments, so remind your daughter to stay off technology until she's cooled down. Otherwise, she may ruin a relationship by channeling her emotions into a keypad. Six, encourage one-on-one resolution. I think it's safe to say that most girls never learn healthy conflict resolution. Most girls, when they feel upset or hurt, they either blow up or they bottle it up. They either give the offender a piece of their mind or they pretend that they're fine while letting the truth seep out through underhanded jabs, cold shoulders, or passive-aggressive remarks. Issues can often be resolved or at least partially settled when two girls can talk without accusations. When one girl can calmly say, Hey, this wasn't like you, but it really hurt my feelings when you kept teasing me at lunch. I don't want this to come between us, and that's why I'm telling you, because I value our friendship and I want to work through it. This approach makes a friend more likely to listen and less likely to get defensive. It gives her a chance to apologize and hopefully can keep little issues from turning into big issues. 7. Limit social media time. Now, I've yet to see a study that says spending time online makes girls feel better about themselves. What I do see is massive evidence of the negative side effects of social media and screen time on teenage girls. As Lisbeth Splawn wrote on Dr. Meg Meeker's website, for teen girls today, the greatest obstacle to emotional health is social media. 
As we all know, many girls today are addicted to social media. They cling to their phones like life support. Only with intervention from someone who loves them will they take necessary breaks. You know your daughter better than anyone, and you care about her well-being more than anyone. So set boundaries when you think she needs them. 8. Help her cultivate a healthy thought life. Your daughter gets to choose the way she thinks. She also gets to choose her attitude. And more important than any conversation you have with her is the conversation she's having with herself. Is it negative? Prideful? Preoccupied with her appearance? Does her mind spin out of control with worries or fears or lies from the enemy? Ask God to renew her mind and help her create a healthy thought life that inspires healthy choices, actions, and habits. 9. Empower her to handle hurtful people. Your daughter is a flawed, imperfect human surrounded by flawed, imperfect humans. And when people are hurtful, she can deal with them by understanding that nobody is a waste. Everybody in her life serves a purpose. The worst behaviors offer the best examples of how not to act. And while some people teach your daughter who she does want to be, other people teach your daughter who she doesn't want to be. Even the meanest people can offer unforgettable lessons on social graces, dignity, and the importance of being kind. And 10. See conflicts as opportunities. Emotional intelligence grows best in loving relationships. Your daughter may not realize that not everyone thinks like her until her blunt honesty makes a sensitive friend cry. If she tends to hold grudges, she may not value grace and forgiveness until a friend forgives her. Through conflict, your daughter actually gets exposed to different viewpoints that can expand her heart, her mind, and her relationships. As moms, we can only take our daughters as far as we've come. To raise emotionally healthy daughters, we have to be emotionally healthy ourselves, always growing and working on our emotional intelligence and trying to set a good example. So when your daughter feels emotional, listen and let her talk freely. Stay calm and give words to those thoughts and feelings she has. Assure her that her feelings are normal, help her find some healthy outlets to release her feelings, and teach her healthy coping strategies. Most importantly, point her to God. Encourage her to pray and get quiet before acting on a knee-jerk response. With time and practice, she'll learn how to manage her emotions. She'll learn how to work toward measured responses that ultimately lead to peace, clarity, and stronger relationships. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. I am really grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow the Girl Mom Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a ratings or review so others can find these messages too. Also, please remember to pre-order my new book for moms, written for girl moms and for boy moms, that releases April 5th. The book is called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive. And this book is all about taking care of your inner wellness and letting your children witness your journey to become the best version of you. You can find the link to this book and my other books in the show notes. Thanks again for your support and have a great day.